You know what I'm here for. Back on top, punching the clock, clutching sanity. I got more cribs than habitat for humanity. What's good, y'all? Welcome back. Daily December continues. It's a late upload, I know. But we're just going to pretend it's still Saturday. And Saturday night had a lot of great games that I got to tune into. And it got me thinking about, is there a clear-cut best team in the NBA right now? Top three teams in the West are playing really good basketball. Um, we're going to talk about them in a second. But it just really got me thinking about, is there really a clear-cut best team? Because honestly, I'm not too sure right now. A lot of teams have looked very good. Mainly in the Western Conference. The East is a little bit of like a... A mess right now like there's some really good teams but teams are dealing with different issues like the bulls are dealing with health and safety protocols obviously the nets are not at full strength but they're still playing good ball um bam out of bios out for the miami heat the bucks are just getting back to full strength you know playing their guys every single night so the east is a little bit more crazy we might have to talk about that in another video but the western conference has some heavy hitters in it man phoenix suns we know they went on a long winning streak they didn't lose the entire month of november Golden State Warriors right now, I think, are the best team in basketball. Maybe the Suns overtook that after tonight's action. And then the Utah Jazz is the team that I want to start out with. The Utah Jazz are playing really good basketball here of late. And the Jazz are kind of weird. Like, they're a team that's always good in the regular season. We saw last season they were the best team in basketball pretty much the entirety of the year. But we was just kind of like, well, are they a different team? I was starting to think that they were getting towards being a different team. Injuries, I think, really hindered them, you know, late in the season and then going into the postseason. Donovan Mitchell was never at full strength in the playoffs for this team. Mike Conley missed the majority of the playoffs for them. And I think not having those guys late in the season really just hurt what they were building towards. I think they were building towards being a team that could have made that finals run last year. It just didn't materialize that way. And with the start of this season, they have been... A little up and down at times, but of late, they've been playing really good basketball. Like, this is the Jazz team that we know we see every year in the regular season. Great on the defensive side of the ball. Donovan Mitchell reaches new levels each year. Rudy Gobert, even on both sides of the floor, he's doing a little bit more. He's had some really nice offensive games. He's rebounding the ball like crazy. And then other guys, Mike Conley just does his stuff. He chips in here and there. Jerome Clarkson, he's been a little down this season, but I expect him to, you know, pick up his game a little bit. And the Jazz, they've been playing really good. Some of the moves they made in the offseason, like a Rudy Gay, has been very effective for the team. But it's, I still beg the question, like, is it going to be a different story once we get to the postseason? I'm not too sure. It's like this team is so good, but I feel like they're still missing something. And they're just in a spot where they can only add small pieces to add to what they already have. They can't make that big splash move like a lot of teams try to do that are, you know, fringe contenders. But I like what I'm seeing from the Jazz, especially of lately. They've been blowing teams out. Um, they just blew out the Minnesota Timberwolves the other night. And tonight they blew out the Washington Wizards, who a team that I was very high on coming into the season. They've been struggling a little bit. But the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell's been playing crazy lately. And we know the impact that Rudy Gobert has, especially on the defensive side of the court. So the Jazz is definitely a team to keep an eye on. I think they're under the radar right now, which is good. I, you know, last season the Milwaukee Bucks... We're still a good regular season team. They went under the radar. And they come postseason time, they were able to make a run, and they ultimately won the championship. It's not bad being under the radar, especially when you're a team that is known as always a good regular season team but can't get it done in the playoffs. I think this is a good spot for the Jazz. Maybe three, two or three weeks ago, you could have argued that the Golden State Warriors were clearly the best team in basketball. But now it's like I'm not sure if they are clearly the best because they are definitely vulnerable. There are some things with this team that – teams can take advantage of one of the things is they turn the ball over a decent amount um that's always been kind of a warriors type of thing they do turn the ball over a good amount but they're able to you know remedy that with being elite three-point shooting and just being great on the offense side of the floor as a whole they've had some games recently where they just haven't shot the three ball that well steph curry in particular he's chasing that three-point record he's had some games over the last couple weeks where it's like 
defenders are able to hinder Steph Curry, which is, it sounds like it's crazy. It's like an impossible thing to do. But defenders are able to do, you know, slow Steph Curry down in a way. We saw Mikael Bridges and the Phoenix Suns be able to do that a couple weeks ago. He had a game earlier this week against the Portland Trailblazers. They did a really good job guarding Steph Curry. He didn't really get off like he usually does. And then tonight against the 76ers, Steph Curry, if he hits 10 three-pointers, he's the all-time leader in regular season three-pointers made. Matisse Thibel and the Sixers were having none of that. Um, Shout-out to Matisse. He's one of the most disruptive defend- defenders in the NBA. He did a really good job of just sticking with Steph Curry. And he said after the game, he said the hardest thing about guarding Steph is that his conditioning, like he doesn't stop moving. And there were some times Steph got free, but Matisse was able to stay consistent in all game, and he played a really good job on the defensive side of the floor guarding Steph Curry. Um, this was kind of a crazy game. Like, the Warriors went up. They had a nice third quarter run like they typically always do. But then Philly was able to respond, and the bench for Philly played really well. Joel Embiid didn't have an amazing game, but he was impactful. He had big shots down the stretch. Seth Curry hit some big shots down the stretch. We mentioned Matisse's defense. Tyrese Maxey had a very good, you know, fourth quarter. He had some big shots down the stretch, too. Very good game from the Sixers, being able to weather the storm. Um, the Sixers are in a... A weird spot. We know about the Ben Simmons stuff and all that. They've been struggling of late, but Joel Embiid is still just getting back into condition. I believe when he plays, there's 12-5 and five on the season, so they're still a very good team when they have all their guys playing. They've just dealt with a lot this season. Hopefully, they can pick it back up, but I'm not sure if like the Warriors are clear, clearly the best team in the league. Um, I, I just Obviously, we want to see Klay Thompson back on the court. We want to see James Wiseman back on the court also. They haven't had all their guys at full strength, but it's it's been a little up and down recently for the Warriors after that great start. It's been a little shaky lately, but we know Steph Curry's going to pick it back up. We know the team is going to pick it back up. And when they do, they're going to look like the well-oiled machine that they typically do. But it's just, it makes for a better storyline that there's not really clearly a best team in basketball. Like last night, the Phoenix Suns, they played against the Boston Celtics and they dominated the Celtics. They look like one of the best teams in the league, which they are. But it's just like any given night, like Utah looked very good tonight. The Warriors have looked very good over the course of the season. Phoenix has looked very good over the last month. They've been dominating. It just makes for good storylines that there's there's parity in the NBA. Like, we don't know who the clear-cut best team is, especially in the Western Conference. The East is just, like I said, it's jumbled. It's a mess. There's a whole bunch of teams that are, like, so close to, like, a 500 mark. Um, since we're talking about the East, shout-out to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, they are playing just amazing basketball. I got to shout-out the Cavs every single time. I don't know how many All-Stars they're going to have, but the All-Star game is in Cleveland this year. They definitely should have at least one. They should have one. I don't know who it's going to be, if it's going to be Jared Allen or Darius Garland, but they've both been playing really well. Uh, Darius Garland has 13 assists tonight, has 16 points. He played really well. Um, they were they scored 81 points in the first half. They kind of took their foot off the break and almost came back to bite them, but they were able to beat the, the Sacramento Kings, who look like a mess right now. Um, but I really love what the Cavs are doing, man. I love what Cleveland is doing, playing very good ball, and I think they're I think they're getting towards a position where they might be the New York Knicks of last season. I think they can be a solidified playoff team and not have to run through the play-in. And teams that are below them, like the Boston Celtics, the Atlanta Hawks, the New York Knicks, and others, they might want to be careful that you know they don't fall too far behind because right now I think Cleveland's in that the sixth seed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, also, the Wizards need to be careful not to fall too far behind, like. Teams need to chill because the Cavs are playing elite-level basketball right now, especially on the defensive side of the floor. But, yeah, t- tonight's action was good, man. It was very good. Um, Nikola Jokic really dominated the Spurs. He had a very good game. 
he's still playing at a super MVP level. And it's not getting talked about because they've been struggling because they dealt with so many just injuries, man. This team has been hindered with injuries, but Jokic has been dominant this season still. The other games, I did watch some of the Heat and Bulls game, but then it's, it just got out of hand. It really got out of hand. The Bulls got blown out. Both of these teams are kind of dealing with a lot right now, so it's tough to really gauge how much this game even means. I don't think it means anything, but Bam's out for the Miami Heat. And then the Bulls, I think the Mars in health and safety protocols, they got a few guys that are out due to COVID. Like they've, they're, de they're dealing with a lot right now, so this game doesn't really mean anything at all. Also, Reggie Jackson hit a game winner against the Orlando Magic. Shout out to Reggie, he's had a very you know quality season so far. Um, and this was up without Paul George too, so. You know, that's a good sign that they can win games without PG, even if it's not against a great team, which the Magic are not a great team, but they're still a good team that have beaten quality opponents this season in only their five wins. Then the last game, uh, the Houston Rockets, after winning seven straight, they've lost two in a row. Uh, shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies. Dylan Brooks came back, had a nice game, 25 points. Still no John Morant, and they've been winning games without him, which is a very good sign. They did something similar last season where they were able to weather the storm when John was out, but they've been winning a lot without John Moran. That's a very good sign, man. Very good sign. But that's all the games from Saturday night, man. The Western Conference, man, got some tough teams in it. I might have to make a whole video about the East, or I might just do the teams that are, like, kind of middle of the pack, because there's a lot of teams that are, like, you know, a few games above or below or right at 500. So I think that'll make for good conversation, man. But if you enjoy, leave a like, subscribe. It helps out the channel a lot. And I'll be back tomorrow to talk more basketball with y'all. Peace. Off season. Let's work. Hey, plotting my escape this game.